now. You all didn't know the old me, that for 40 years, Darren, I was a kamikaze. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. How about that? I've ridden steers, jumped off cliffs, been shot and been shot at, and I survived it all. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, hey. Hi, everybody. We're live. Yes, we are back at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. No, I wasn't sick yesterday. Uh, Moose, the staff here at Grey Eagle, was asking, were you sick, Rod? You weren't here yesterday. No. We were back in the bunker, but here we are back live at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Darren Moose DuPont is with us, the uh, co-host of this program and the runner of the whole shooting match. And he's got a hat on today at my blessing, my encouragement, Moose. You're wearing a lid today. Where does, where does one get one of those DuPont media hats? Uh, you understand that's straight out of the 80s with that rope across the brim. That's, I know. My dad used to wear hats like that. It's the new style. Um, I did a couple one-offs just, oh. just to see what they would look like, and I like it. And you know what? If there's some interest, maybe we'll rip off some hats. we got to get some more RP show hats rolling, too. So uh, you got me inspired now. Yeah, I see people are uh, ordering those from rodpetersonshop.com. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic day uh, today. There's no doubt about it. We've got Craig Button going to be joining us here in hour one. TSN's director of scouting. He's in the news this week. Craig's list is out. His uh, top prospects for the NHL draft. We're going to talk NHL with Craig Button right here at Gray Eagle. And Arash Madani, who was covering the CONCACAF soccer game last night, Canada and Honduras. He's going to be with us in hour two. And uh, yeah, I got some things that I want to get to a little later on, but there's nothing more important than what I want to get to here, and that is our good friend Derek Duke Myers passed away on Tuesday from cancer at the age of 45. It's been a very tough time for his friends and family. There's a good shot of him. Uh, broadcaster, a global television alum, uh, a, a man from the oil industry. There's some various shots of him on the program. It's not good. And I'm going to try to get through this as good as I can because it's been a tough few days. Um, who was that Poli with the mayor on the set of the RP show? You got into politics and was the MLA for Walsh Acres. There is him participating in our alumni and media charity football game. He was always there for everybody. Great community guy. Tim Horton Smile Day there. That's uh, in the bunker. Producer Clark Totter, one of our former staff guys. Always smiling, always positive. And if you really want to know my thoughts on the Duke, you can... Go to rodpeterson.com right now or listen to the commentary on Sask Radio because I laid it all out there. We became very close, very fast when we met in 2008. And there you go. Derek Duke Myers passing away at the age of 45. He leaves behind a very young family. And it's about as tough as it can get. But they're a strong family unit and um, they will get through this. But right now, these are some very tough times. So I love you, Duke. Thank you. And Derek, it would be selfish of me to not ask your thoughts on uh, Derek Duke Myers. I'm sure there's a lot of people... And I know that they don't even know who he is watching on Game Plus or YouTube, and I don't, I don't care. He is a close friend of ours, a very important part of this show and the province of Saskatchewan. So he's due this tribute uh, from us and those who love him. So your thoughts before we get to the quick six. Yeah, our viewers will be very familiar with Derek. I mean, he's a day one guy. We talked about yes. know, our Mount Rushmore of this show. Um, going back to the early days, and Kelly Rempel's on that, among some others, but Derek Myers is right in the middle of that with us. And I know, you know, I'm not nearly, it was not nearly as close with him as you were. I mean, I'm watching old clips of him on the show and, and you know, all the sports trips you guys went on, and you guys were hand-in-hand hand from your old show to this show and everything else. But one thing about Derek is, 
when I got to know him is he ended up being such a big fan of mine too and was just such a supporter. And you didn't really realize who's supporting you, but every time I had an interaction with him, he made a point, whether it was sitting on that couch you saw in the photos or whether it was at our great cup party or somewhere else, to pull me aside and say, man, this is really cool what you're doing. I'm really proud of you. You've always got my support. And I always knew I had his support. So that's the kind of guy that Derek was. And I know everybody's got a story like that because it's authentic and it's real. So we're going to miss him. It's going gonna, it's gonna to suck here without him for a bit. Yeah, he's an encourager. Gone too soon, but he oh, yeah. left an impact. It was a positive one. So uh, rest easy, Derek. We love you. But in true Myers form, as our office person and business operations manager Morgan said this morning about Derek, she said he would say, Rod, the show has to go on because he's a pro's pro. You know he'd say that. So can you please, Director Jordan, hit the quick six show horn and we'll get into it. <laughs> Ironically, uh, his two favorite teams met last night in Vegas, and I listened to the game. The Edmonton Oilers played their part in making Las Vegas the official city of, the, of lights because they rung up the goal horn last night seven times. Coming off a sluggish 5-4 win in Arizona on Monday, the Oil were electric against the Golden Knights last night, scoring four straight goals after snapping a 3-3 second period tie. Seven different players scored goals for the Oilers as they ended the Golden Knights' four-game win streak. The Nuge had a goal and four assists. Connor McDavid had three. And usually we rapid-fire go through these scores in the morning, but I want to take some time. We are a hockey country, and uh, it is still winter, as I've noticed. I want to talk about this with the Oilers. Out of all of this, the Nuge hit 60 assists on the season, which puts him with Connor McDavid and Leon. All three of them have 60 assists. The last time that happened for the Edmonton Oilers was 1986. And I'm not even going to ask you, Darren, Darren, who they were, because you weren't born yet. But I was watching then Wayne Gretzky, Yari Curry, and Paul Coffey. The way I said it, it just makes me think of the old public address announcer. <laughs> What's the guy's name up there? Paul something? <laughs> It'll come to me and somebody else said, Yari Curry, Edmund, the Oilers goal. And they rang it up seven times last night in Vegas. And they, this Oilers team, it's just so darn fun to watch. And I, well, there's a lot of Oilers fans here at Gray Eagle. They won't mind me talking about it. Uh, they went toe to toe with the Golden Knights last And it, come on, they KO'd them. And Vegas is one of the best teams in the NHL. So I would think if I was an Oiler fan, I'd be pretty excited for the Stanley Cup playoffs for the Oil. Yeah, you have to be. I mean, this team, let's face it, they can outscore their problems. And I'm not saying they have problems that need to be outscored. But, you know, we've worried about can they stop, you know, the opposition from scoring. Um, and whether that's goaltending or defense, they can outscore it. This is an offense that... We haven't seen in some time uh, just so many weapons. And you can, you know, shut down McDavid, but then you got Dreisaitl. And typically, sometimes they're on different lines. Sometimes they're on the same line. And if they're on the same line, then you got Kane and, you know, um, Nuge and Hyman and all the rest. They've got a supporting cast now. This team is in such a better spot than they were last year when they lost out to the LA Kings or when they, you know, lost out in the conference finals to Colorado, but played the Kings in the first round, beat them. They're in a better spot now. It's a better hockey team, more well-rounded. Um, so you should be really excited if you're an Oiler fan.
Rich in Edmonton writes in and says, the oil are not boring to watch this season. John in Edmonton said, Oiler fans had to cheer for Calgary last night. Yeah, I get it, because they want to they finish first in the Pacific. We'll get to that. And for everybody else, I will get to your team. Just don't get your uh, shorts in a bunch. From WQEE, Rock, Atlanta's NHL show, the RP show. Let's go! I feel, Moose, like we should get a uh, golf shirts made. Atlanta's NHL show, the RP show, and like, I don't know, sh- shooting a peach. See, I'm good at Ooh. some of this stuff, too, you know. You are. 902-518-3033, the number to text. There's some goodies from yesterday still, or maybe even two days ago on, the, on this text line that I'll get to as we roll, but it's Moose in my time now. And you fans of the other teams, just, again, hold on. We'll get there. Um, I listened to this coming in last night. I drove back. I, didn't, I got back to Calgary around 9, and I really thought about going to the Flames game the last half of it. And in the end, I'm glad I didn't because all the offense took place in the first period. And the Flames can thank goalie Jacob Markstrom for that. He made 33 saves to backstop the Flames to a critical 2-1 win over the LA Kings in the Saddledome. Uh, all the scoring was done in the first period. And my eyelids were very heavy by the time I got back uh, to the hotel. So there were no goals after that. Didn't miss anything. And coupled with that win and the San Jose Sharks beating the Winnipeg Jets 3-0, the Flames are now two back. Seven games to go for both teams. You feel like pulling out the paper bag. If you're a fan of both the Jets and the Flames. And don't talk to me about the Predators. They have no business being in this race i mean they are but they shouldn't be the national predators make the playoffs what's their coach john hayne he should win coach of the year name me five nashville predators i'll wait i know but moose i'd be i'd be pretty worried if i was a jets fan that the flames are going to catch them they they have to be especially with what rick bonus said after the game last night that not everybody's giving a full effort man i would be mad if i was a jets fan well, I was telling you, we went through the schedules yesterday on the show, and you can go to hour two of the podcast. Uh, Jared Dumba and I did that. And we said, look, of the games you need to win and the games you won't win, this is what Winnipeg can do. They can go three and three in their, over the six games, and the Flames need to go five and one um, the winning games. They've got an easier schedule. That would get them both to 91 points. But here's the thing. Last night's a game that Winnipeg we had chalked up to win, and they lost it. And yesterday was a game we chalked up the Flames to lose, and they won. So the Flames just put one in the bank right now, last night, and they still have an easier schedule down the stretch. So I'm worried if I'm the Jets this morning. The thing about Nashville, we did the numbers with them as well. They have the game in hand, and they have the toughest schedule by far. So we kind of wrote them off. But then they beat the Boston Bruins. So if they win these games, they're going to have no business winning. (laughs) They could be in the mix, too. But you know what? These teams all play each other in April. They all play each other once. So it's going to come down to those head-to-heads, I believe. Well, yeah, and with the anxiety medication flying off the shelves in these NHL Canadian centers, uh, this is what I've realized. I can't ride the wave, the ups and the downs, because that's, what, that's just what fans are like. The Flames fans, the Jets fans, the Leafs fans... Ryder fans, Dolphins fans, all the places that I live. I can't. We'll just be the slow and steady. You know what I mean? And I want to say hey 
to my guy Lee Fitzpatrick. I'm not sure he ever met him, but he is uh, Moose out in. He's watching right now in St. John's, Newfoundland. He sent me a picture of his TV screen with a Game Plus logo in the corner. Thank you, Fitzy. He's the former equipment manager of the Regina Pats. He's watching right now on Game Plus Television in St. John's, Newfoundland. Can you tell me, please, because we don't have Brian Williams here, what time is it in Newfoundland? Because I feel like when Brian Williams retired, we all lost track of what time it is in Newfoundland. Do you know what I'm, I'm guessing? 1.42 in Newfoundland? They got the, the cockeyed clock out there. Anyways, oh, yeah. elsewhere, Jakob Vrana scored his second goal of the game, 21 seconds into overtime, gave the St. Louis Blues a 6-5 victory over the visiting Vancouver Canucks, and Juicy Soros stopped 35 shots. You mentioned it here. Cody Glass uh, scored late in the second period in Nashville, beat the NHL-leading Boston Bruins by a score of 2-1. So those were our thoughts on the leftovers from last night. By the way, before we move forth, Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League fans, get your tickets now for the SJHL raffle for your chance to win a brand new Polaris side-by-side. -side. Tickets are available now at sjhlraffle.ca and are on sale until April 23rd. Tickets are one for $25, three for $30, or 10 for 100 All proceeds from the raffle support the SJHL and its member teams. That's sjhlraffle.ca. Don't wait. Get your tickets today. Pull together and help out this wonderful league that we love so much. To the National Hockey League tonight's games, there are only three. It'd be very easy to say what the game of the night is. It's my Florida Panthers against your Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know if the Panthers are going to get in the playoffs or not. They're out as it stands here right now. Um, I'm just hoping for a win. From a Leafs perspective, what are you looking at tonight? Yeah, I mean, we got to get this, you know, narrowed back down and just close things up a little bit. So it comes down to defensive play for me. I want to see that get cleaned up a little bit between now and the playoffs. Um, you know, get a little more consistency in, in just how you play the game um, against a team that should be hungry. But you know what? Like, I look at... The Florida Panthers, Rod, they were really hot for a bit. They got back into the mix, and now they've lost four in a row. If they had won four in a row, they would have leapfrogged both Pittsburgh and the Islanders. You know, that's how fast this can change. So tonight, yes. big test for the Panthers. They need to show up. Well, I just realized that as a certified recovery coach like I have and all the training I have for grief, trauma, and stress like I do, I would like to sit down with every single NHL fan of these teams that's losing their mind right now and say, can you just chill think about something else go for a walk get another hobby but i can't do that for everybody so it's just let them run around like their hair is on fire and uh we'll just sit and wait until these games are over like the panthers right now have eight games to go and they're three points out and these are other big games tonight the islanders are at washington huge game for the islanders minnesota colorado central division clash so those are the division leaders and many leads Colorado now by one point. But again, you just said it. Within 24 hours, it can all change. So just enjoy the hockey and wait for it all to, uh, to shake down. Uh, I'm going to take a timeout with Moose. When we come back, we've got Blue Jays to get to NBA, believe it or not, CONCACAF soccer. Our NHL top five, bottom five will come your way a little later on. Arash Madani is going to join us to talk about these 
and other topics. So we're having a good one today, live from Gray Eagle Resorting Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, before a live studio audience. And a wonderful crew. Thank you, Miro. Your boy Miro is here. He has not left. He's got the lights, rock and moose, the speakers. It's a big yes. time back here at Gray Eagle. What up? Yeah, we'll be right back on Game Plus Television, YouTube streaming, your favorite podcast platform. And we are Atlanta's NHL show on 99.1 FM WQEE. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. Live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, where don't miss comedian, actress, producer, and podcaster Whitney Cummings live at the Great Eagle Event Center on Tuesday, April 25th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. We got Craig Button coming up later on in hour one, and he will span into hour two with us. Haven't seen him yet, however, so Moose, you might be sticking with me a little later than normal. Darren Moose DuPont is with us, and before we switch gears on the hockey. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, will the Boston Bruins win the Stanley Cup? You know they're going to be coming your way in the top five, bottom five, a little later on in the program today. But the Boston Bruins, despite the loss last night to Nashville, are posting their best season in franchise history, a wire-to-wire first-place run. It's unbelievable what they've done. Capital Automall has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. And uh, because there's 15 other teams that are going to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Darren, I actually voted no. The Boston Bruins will not win the Stanley Cup. As you betting people would say, the field. I voted for the field. But they're the favorites going in. I got to check the odds from uh, Bet Regal. They got to be the favorites going into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, they are. And it's not close. I will, geez, You'll my say instinct yes. is to go with, it's to go with you, but I'm going to say yes, that they're going to win because like, I want to go the field because it's so rare to be honest that a president's trophy winning team wins the Stanley cup because there is nothing like yes. the Stanley cup playoffs, toughest trophy to win by far the major sports leagues, really difficult, but I don't know. We've seen a president's trophy winning team this dominant before i don't think we've seen a domination like this from the gap from one to two is just so big that's why i'll say yes for the boston Bruins. it's the golden corral of sports talk 
a little bit of everything for everybody. We talk about everything. I'm going to sprinkle in some viewer comments here. Wilf is watching on Game Plus television right now in Steinbach, Manitoba, and he says, Hi, Rod and Moose. The Jets may not get another point this season. A couple of long-term stars look uninterested. Time to clean house, including the GM. We have a, we're very big in Winnipeg and Manitoba, and we should talk about the Jets. So it's the, their lead has dwindled to two points over the Calgary Flames. And I don't know, do you, am I, should I talk about this? I don't know. But the hockey people are saying to me, and you have to understand more than anything, I'm a media person. So I don't know what's going on in the inside. I'm just reporting what I hear from the hockey people. And they told me just last week, in the press box here in Calgary that the Jets tried to move Shifley and Blake Wheeler last summer and nobody wanted them because the word's out on them. You don't want them on your team. I don't know what it says that your head coach, when you should be playing your butt off every game, has to say, our guy, we need more. And these are key guys. What does that say? I, I don't even know, other than I'd be very ticked if I was a Jets fan. I know. It's tough. You know, these guys, you're supposed to lean on your leaders to get everybody else going. And your leaders are supposed to be the guys you don't have to worry about at all in a locker room. Um, but that's not the case. And, you know, at some point, you know, you think that they've probably had the players-only meeting. They've probably had the sit-down with the coaches oh, and the yeah. players. You know, and it hasn't worked. So when you try these tools, they don't work. What else do you do um, other than just ride it out and hopefully it get fixed and stay patient? But, I mean, man, it must be hard to be patient in that group right now. And, uh, you know, I don't envy them at all. Well, I just, again, I look at Rick Bonus and I, I've been around him. I don't think I've ever met him in my years, but I, I feel bad for him. And I hate I can just sense how other people are feeling. Not everybody can do that. I'm trained to do it. You can't turn it off. So he's just sitting, he's sitting there in front of the cameras just going like, <laughs> what, what, what do you want him to do? He can't go out and play for them. You know, like how frustrating is that? And by the way, so Wilf, I got you. I got you. Uh, Stephen in North Dakota writes that he says, spring sprung and recoiled back into Groundhog's hole. It's winter Bingo. again, obviously. He says the Bruins and Bombers to a game seven back-to-back -back years plus overtime. Awesome hockey, he puts in all caps. When we're talking about the Flin Flon Bombers and the Esteban Bruins went to game seven and went to overtime last night. And of course I'm on top of it because I love junior hockey. Did you see the game-winning goal? I'm wincing because the Esteban Bruins are my team. Flynn Flon's on a shoot-in on a power play from basically center ice. Dunk! Funny hop off the boards into the net. Game winner, series over, season over. On a shoot-in uh, by Cole Dupereau. The goalie went out of the net. What a way to lose. To go behind the net. Had to adjust. Kicked out his pad, and the puck went in off the little piece. I don't know if it was off the boards or between the pieces of glass. A stanchion. Oh, man, it is just a heartbreaker. Ah. I said somebody's got to put out a call for Rob Hart. I don't know where he is because he was so shocked by the play-by-play -play call. I thought he was either going to have a coronary event or fall out of the broadcast booth last night.
Write this down. See ya, Meryl. Thank you. This kind of thing. Is that you, Craig? <laughs> Look, he's got shorts on, man. It's not cold in Calgary. Craig Butts is wearing shorts. With Don Cherry gone, retired, I feel like I got to be the one that says this. It's always the home team that wins in those crazy bounces. Write it down and pay attention now. It was in Whitney Form and Flun Flun, their barn. They know. If we shoot it in, we'll probably get a crazy bounce off the glass or the boards or whatever, and that's exactly what happened. When these things happen, it's always the home team. And that's far more time on Junior A than I thought I'd spend here right now. But I love it. It's the best time of the year. We were asking yesterday, by the way, if your team's out in the Stanley Cup playoffs because they didn't make it, who are you going to cheer for? Who's your second team? Mine will be the vegas golden knights cindy is watching in pittsburgh and she says just so you know i'm always pulling for the pittsburgh penguins she won't cheer for another team and joe is watching in victoria bc regarding the discussion of tim and friends going off the air tim says tim and friends wasn't the same without sid so uh there's that i know we kicked that around yesterday but um we're moving on we talked about it yesterday hey Everything has a shelf life. Everything has a run. It does not go on forever. We're only at point three, by the way, in place line, Clearwater, Florida. You say Kikuchi put in one last strong pitching performance this spring as the Toronto Blue Jays ended their Grapefruit League campaign Tuesday with a 6-5 loss to the Phils. Kikuchi pitched two and two-third no-hit innings of relief, racking up six strikeouts over that span. Phillies won the game. In the bottom of the ninth on Derek Hill's RBI doubled off Jays reliever Adrian Hernandez, who fell to 0-2. That's, is that a concern that we blew, we being Blue Jays fans here, blew, uh, blew it out of the bullpen in the ninth inning? I don't know. Toronto opened the scoring in the first inning on a two-run single by Brandon Belt. Bo Bichette doubled the lead with a two-run homer in the top of the second. Doesn't matter. It's forgotten. They're on their way to Philadelphia, to uh, St. Louis. They're going to work out today, I guess, and then open the season against the Cardinals on Thursday. First ever American League team to open an MLB season in St. Louis. That's pretty cool. Have a seat, Craig. You have your. Do you want a coffee? Yeah. Can we get Craig a coffee? Trish is the girl. She said she's <laughs> going to come back. So make yourself at home. Yeah, right here. Point four. Dejounte Murray saying free throws with uh, three of them with 214 to go to give atlanta the lead and added a fallaway jumper with less than a minute to go to lead the atlanta hawks to a 120 118 win over the cleveland cavaliers tuesday night we of course are airing in atlanta on wqee we are atlanta's nhl show talking nba here right now so the hawks you see the irony here they remain tied with toronto who beat Miami 106-92 Tuesday for the eighth-best record in the NBA's Eastern Conference. And with Atlanta's win, the Milwaukee Bucks clinched the Central Division title, so hashtag fear the deer. By the way, Moose, May 4th, get ready to sing along to your all-time favorite REO Speedwagon Classic Hits. That's Thursday, May 4th at the Grey Eagle Event Center. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca now. Grey Eagle <laughs> They're on it. Point five. <laughs> you going golfing later today? Man, you look good. 
Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, he said. Um, <laughs> Kyle Laren scored twice early as Canada advanced to the CONCACAF Nations League semifinals with a 4-1 win over Honduras in Toronto last night. Jonathan David and Jonathan Osario added second-half goals for the 53rd-ranked Canadians who controlled the game from the get-go, and Canada now advances to the tournament's Final Four in Las Vegas in June. So those are the five points. The sixth point, Moose, uh, will be our NHL top five, bottom five, and we'll do that later on in hour two. Uh, so we ripped through that. Blue Jays, uh, Canada winning a CONCACAF play to advance. Any thoughts on that before we turn it over to the audience here and what they're seeing on this bright and sunny morning? I'm actually just excited now for opening day tomorrow, and I got to make some plans. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do, what I'm going to eat, where I, you know, what I'm going to wear, but I'm now excited. And you, and you said it yesterday, you know, this really snuck up on you, right? Like it, you asked me, and I'm like, yeah, this snuck up really fast. And so uh, tomorrow will be fun. Let's go. Uh, so from the viewers, this is great. Arlen Bruce the third is watching in Vancouver, two-time Great Cup champion. He says, hey, guys, great morning. Great show as always. I'm not a Netflix guy, but I watch Furies, and those women in that movie are some bad bees. I don't even know what that means. But he says, go check it out, please. Furies on Netflix. I have not watched Netflix for quite some time, like a couple months. Are you familiar with Furries? Are they advertising it? I'm not. No, I haven't seen it. So uh, maybe we'll go check it out. Okay, AB, we'll take your word for it. The Jets fans are upset today. And I, John Ohm in Winnipeg, Ohm, he says Josh Morrissey ain't getting the hardware. Eric Carlson of the Sharks, hands down, wins the Norris Memorial Trophy. Bet on it. Uh, I... I know that Craig is a big fan of what Eric Carlson has done this year. So there are many that say he's the best player not named Connor McDavid in the National Hockey League this year. I'm not sure you're one of them, but um, calm down. That's crazy talk, man. Don't turn on your team now. That seems like a very, it's very Winnipeg-ish to turn on your team in the final 10. I think they got to stay behind him, Moose, and see how this rides up. Even here in Calgary, you know, it was a month ago people were writing them off. People were sitting on this couch here, media guys saying they're done. Do you think they'll eat crow and feel bad if the Flames make it, or will they just pretend like we didn't hear it? Yeah, <laughs> no, they'll just pretend that they were with them all along. Here's the that thing. They didn't say. Momentum is tricky. It's hard to turn momentum, right? It's going the wrong way for the Jets, so it's hard to turn it around. But they're hanging on. And if they can hang on and get into the playoffs, playoffs are a, a brand-new start, right? So I, if they fall out of a playoff spot here in the next few days... I think it will be tough to get back in, but if they can hang on, anything's possible. Uh, one last one. They're all excited to hear from Craig Button. John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg says, how frustrated is Craig Button at figuring out this year's edition of the Winnipeg Jets? We'll get to that. Craig's lined up and already. We'll break early to bring him in. Uh, John in Edmonton says, Rod, do you think it's going to get worse for Connor Bedard's family once he gets into the NHL? No, I think it's going to get a hell of a lot easier, but we will talk about that with Craig. So, Moose, uh, hope to see you again a little later on in hour two, if that's cool with you. I'll be, I'll be ready. All right. We're live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. TSN's director of scouting, Craig Button, joins us next live from the stage bar. Fire questions in now, 902-518-3033. The number is on the screen. 
We are live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, streaming, iHeartRadio, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Back live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, the gateway to the foothills. We're live from the stage bar, and I had to cut Craig Button off mid-story. You can pick it right up where you were, Craig. At TSN's director of scouting joins us, Stanley Cup champion with the Dallas Stars. There he is. Welcome, sir. Sorry. Glad to be here. No, no. I mean, hey, when it's showtime, everybody's got to be you, ready hey, for showtime. Are right? you a TV guy or are you a hockey guy? What? what? Well, presently, presently, I'm a TV guy. <laughs> How do you like? You sleep better, probably. I've with a huh? face for radio. <laughs> right. And great suits. That? Who outfits you in me. this town? Oh, me? Who does? Oh, I go to O'Connor's. Is that what it is? Yeah, my, my, my good friend Miles and his wife, Kathy. It's a family-run business for years. And so that's where I go, and that's it. His son, Logan, won the Stanley Cup last year with the uh, Colorado oh, They're a hockey people, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Miles played at the University of Michigan, was an All-American, played games in the NHL, and Logan grew up with uh, with my youngest daughter. So uh, there, there's your close. plug. Yeah, great, great close. close. No, O'Connor's is off. I'm, I'm actually on the way back from here. I'm going to pick up a new suit. Good for you. Well, you wear those things. I'm sure they last forever, man. Eh? It's good yeah. quality. Yeah, stuff. I don't. Uh, I don't go and play in the mud or you know, or, you know, do anything athletically <laughs> right. in my. In my tear suits. the knees out of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you just got to be careful if you're pulling out a suit or some style that's like clearly outdated. You got to be careful with yeah, that. Well, I've found as we get a little older, uh, the, the older you, the suits come back and stuff. <laughs> well, right. it is funny. Although yeah. I was looking at some pictures from the '70s, I saw a picture of uh, the Montreal Canadiens' vaunted big three: Larry Robinson, Serge Savard, and and Guy Lapointe. And I have no idea how they thought that those things, colors, patterns went together. Went well. Oh, yeah. like it, it was like they went into a, like a clothes trunk and just picked out something with a blindfold on and then put it on. Honestly, and, but that was style back then. Of course, right. I, I hope that style doesn't come back, well, Rod. And they look great once they hit the ice. And I got to say, we'll get to the Jets because you see how the fans are so upset. Ooh. But let's talk about a positive thing. Nuge hit 60 assists last night. And for the first time since 1986, three orders have had 66, 60 assists. Back then it was Gretzky, Coffee, and Curry. This, this team's doing amazing things. Well, they're doing amazing things, you know, with respect to, you know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins' career year, Zach Hyman' career year, <laughs> McDavid' career year. You know, Dreisaitl looks like he's going to have a career year. So you put all those things together and, and all those four players together, it's it's lethal. You know, I mean, last the, watching the game on, uh, against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, I mean, that's a back-to-back. And yep. Arizona gave gave Edmonton a lot, of, a lot of challenges. I mean, once that game was 3-3, Edmonton put it into another gear and Vegas couldn't stay with them. That, to me, was, was one of those things where you're going, Whoa! Uh, so was I. <laughs> I saw the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, you, they're kind of making Vegas look a little slow and a little silly. And Vegas is a good team. Yes, they are. So right. you know, if you're starting to ramp up, I think Jay Woodcroft has done a really strong job with yeah. that team. I mean, are, are there any perfect teams, Rod? No, there's no perfect teams in National Hockey League. And every team has an area where you know they'd like to be a little bit stronger. And other teams look at it and go, okay, maybe this is an area we can exploit. But the Oilers. 
the Oilers, you know, with those with that foursome, boy, is that uh, is that a terrific group, and they can make you pay and make you pay quick. There was a viewer here from Edmonton. Rich wrote in, and he says. Um it is a lot less stressful now with the orders in a comfortable spot. They're challenging for first versus the anxiety of trying to make the playoffs. Like Jets fans ravaged, Flames fans have been ravaged for a while. What do you see with Winnipeg right now? So, you, you know, I heard you talking earlier about the Winnipeg Jets. So the first 54 games, it was really, it was really easy to, to assess the Jets. They were the best team in the Western Conference through 54 games. Best team in the Western Conference, record-wise. But everything, you know, they were they had a lot of good balance. Obviously, Connor Hellebuck, you know, was back to Vez in a trophy form. The scoring was there. The, the, the team defensive play was, was so good. Market improvement. And now you look at, uh, you know, since that point in time, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I mean, it's a, it's a simple joke, right? But, like, you know, Mark Shifley has disappeared. I mean, he he he's just watching the game last night versus San Jose. I mean, you, you wanna you wanna have a player come out and say something's wrong with him when when you see that type of a, of a performance. But it's not one game. It's not two. It's ten games. And Cal Connor hasn't played well, and Blake Wheeler hasn't played well. So the offense has dried up big time from their top players, and you know that puts a, a, that puts more stress. The power play is beyond pathetic. You know, and right now, I, I, I know I heard earlier, oh, playoffs start. I think the Jets are in big trouble. I think they lose tomorrow against the Detroit Red Wings, and I think Calgary goes in and beats Vancouver. I think on Saturday there morning that you wait. And let, let me tell you, I was one of, the, one of the people, and I'm like, you know what? And I'll tell you this after when I finish this comment. I thought the Flames were done. You're one of those? I, I, well, but because I, I didn't see, I thought the Jets, you know, you, you kind of, okay, five games. Okay, well, eight games. But then th- they had two really strong games at home last week, and I thought they were important wins. And, you know, th- and they, I thought they played a pretty decent game on Saturday versus the L.A. Kings despite losing, right? But, again, who didn't show who, who 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 was not present in the game in terms of making an impact scoring wise the top players yeah. again right so hellebuck can do so much adam lowry to me has, has just been phenomenal appleton has been good like you know but you can't ask those players to to carry your offensive load all the time they're, they're simply getting far too little from their top offensive guys so when i when, when i look at it I, I just didn't think it would continue on and it's continued on. And I, I don't know how they get out of it. I don't know right now how they get. Did you hear what Rick Bonus said after the game last uh, yes. night? Like, Rick Bonus, like, that's not the first time. That, that's Rick after last night's game. It's after the L.A. game. We saw what happened in Carolina. You know, I, I, I'll be really straightforward. The Winnipeg Jets have players that better take a good, long, hard look at themselves and say, what do I need to do a lot better to help this team be successful? It's not about Rick Bonus anymore. And if they can't handle it, then I would say that Kevin Shovel Dayoffs got an easy decision in the offseason. Changes have to be made with key players. Did he not have that decision last summer? But he, he, he well, we, we can look at that that way, but he decided to make it, he, he believed in the group. And through 54 games, his belief was, was strong. And he changed the coach. Rick came in and did a fantastic job, I think. I think he really provided. But now, when it be, Rick's talked about when it gets hard. you gotta, you got to find a way to push. you got to find a way to find a, a, like, just that determination to try to make it. It doesn't always mean you're going to, but you got to find it within yourself. 
And to me, this is a this is a player issue. This is not a coaching issue. Last year, Rod, I thought it was a coaching issue. I think it's a player issue now. And that to me is is you know if, if this is the case, then Kevin, you know, I think uh, you you got to look at big at significant changes. Well, significant changes. And we will look at the uh, other teams when we come back. But that's right out of the gate, Jets and Flames, because this is where we are, and that's what people were asking for. Uh, by the way, this is Roger, big Flames fan, his most from the security. He was so excited when Peter Marr came down here. Of all the people, Roger had to get his photo with Peter Marr. Well, that, had all the Flames greats through you, here. You should get your picture with Peter Marr. Peter, Peter Marr oh, is one of the Flames greats. Isn't he? Like, like, like a, and a phenomenal person. And let me tell you this, when we come back, I'll tell you about my story about eating crow. And I'll tell you a good wine pairing for it. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. How about that? Peter Marr, Doug Barkley. Oh, the best, man. We got to get Pete down here, eh? We'll get him down and talk to Put it in the wind column. Put him in the wind column. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Craig Button with us, and the fans are excited. They got questions for him. We will be right back with more. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television. YouTube Live, channel 924 on TELUS in Alberta and B.C. And we are Atlanta's NHL show on 99.1 FM WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. Uh, winter is still here. That is a fact. A Gray Eagle Resort and Casino is the place to be. Calgary's entertainment destination. Stick with me. Here it is. If you love the timeless music of the Eagles, then you can't afford to miss Hotel California, the original Eagles tribute on Thursday, April 27th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. I will push our sports updates into hour two because Craig Button's with us. I don't want to waste any more time. The viewers and listeners are loving it. And uh, I did not forget, before we jump back into this team-specific chat, you had a Peter Marr eating crow story. The Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Flames. No, me, I had the eating crow. I know, I got that. Let me just tell you this, too. Are you a Springsteen fan? Yeah. Okay, well. More of a country guy. Glenn Fry. Yeah, I know. I like country, too. But Glenn Fry passed away, and Springsteen was playing a show in Chicago. And he sang "Take It Easy." It's one of the best. One of the best. Right? Uh, what a tribute to Glenn Fry at, during, during one of Springsteen's concert. Unbelievable. Springsteen has I'll so much appreciation. Really good. I encourage you. Uh, a couple of years back, 2020, the Toronto Maple Leafs were playing the Montreal Canadiens in the first round of the playoffs. So I was quick to come on and say. The Montreal Canadiens will be lucky to win one game in this series. In I fact, remember. In fact, the series might be over in three games. Anyway, Montreal wins the first game. And, of oh, course, no. bang. Like, you know, I'm from Montreal, so now I, like, I'm just getting killed. And so that's okay. I can take it, right? Well, now <laughs> Toronto wins the next three games. In the meantime, Montreal scores two goals in those three games. They're coming back to Toronto, down three games to one, and they've scored four goals in the four games. And I'm going, this thing's over, right? 
Well, then they come back and win. Okay, so I never heard the end of it, right? So I now had to eat crow. So it's not easy to find crow, you know. And, and <laughs> so I got, I got I, uh, some people told me how to, how to find crow, how to eat crow. And they said Merlot is a really good wine to drink Pairing, with. Yes. So I know what it's all about to, to, to eat crow. And I, I <laughs> was watching you live when you said it. And I was like, because <gasps> I know you're from Montreal. And our good close friend, mutual friend, Bob Marier, he says, oh, yeah, he Bob. can't come home. He can't come home now. Charles Barkley had a great thing. I don't know if you saw the 60 Minutes the other day, the Sports Illustrated article. I didn't see it, no. Every fan wants you to be a fan of their favorite player or their favorite team. That's as simple as that. That's not my job. You be a favorite of the team you want to. Bob, you're a Montreal Canadiens fan. I grew up a Montreal Canadiens fan. This is what I think. This is my perspective. I know one thing. Times I'm going to be wrong. Times I'm going to be right. Yeah. But bottom line is, I'm not a fan of your team but it's where I grew up. Well, I, As Ray Ferraro said, we just hate all teams equally. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right. But I, listen, the year before Boston and St. Louis met in the Stanley Cup final, you called it that they would the year before and I brought that up to you I said hey Craig you're a year ahead of your time and you, you if you remember what you said you said I don't remember I predict so many things <laughs> but you're a lot bolder now than you used to be Les Jackson always said he goes there's only one thing you can be right or wrong <laughs> not in between you can only be one of two things right well, or wrong especially in the scouting world right the no personnel. scouting you got to be right predictions predictions listen um, you know what predictions you know you make predictions that's right. the thing but you got to take a stand when you're scouting yeah you do but, you're, but it better be based on knowledge, and it better be based on, on, on the effort and the work you put in and, 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 and assessments. Can't be just, wow, I, you know, that guy scored three goals. He's going to be a great player. We'll draft him first. Yeah. I apologize, by the way. I've been getting so engrossed in my chat. There's a ton of questions for okay, you well, that I go. haven't got to. Okay, let's fire them away. Uh, let's well, let me remind fire. Next, year, uh, next hour, I'll push my question to you because they said on the radio, I was listening, they said the Aginla trade was the biggest trade in Flames history. And I thought it would have been the McCowan Gilmore trade, but we'll get to more. Ted and Red Deer says, hey, Craig, the Habs GM says two to three years until they're in the playoffs. Do you agree it'll take that long? Two years before I think they can really be serious about making the playoffs. They, they have a lot of good young players. Slavkovsky's 18 years old, turning 19, right? Like, you know, Caulfield's still a young player. They, they, they had four rookie defensemen in the lineup this year. Caden Gooley's going to be excellent. They're young. Just look at where the New Jersey Devils found themselves. They had Jack Hughes. They had Nico Hischer. This is the year they're making the playoffs. Two years, I think, before they can think about it. Really good point. I think we're down to about a minute. But Andrew says, Bonjour, Craig. I have always admired your opinion. What do you think of the Habs management team? Oh, I think, of that. I think Jeff Gordon. I, I don't think people realize how good Jeff Gordon is as a manager. Go back and look at his record in Boston, then with the New York Rangers. Excellent manager, great perspective, great patience. And he understands it's not all about him. He brought in Kent Hughes. Kent Hughes is, is somebody that's new, that's been around the game, but learning, but a really intelligent guy. Love, lo love, that, love that duo. And it's not just those guys. There's a number of other people around that are really, really making that a strong management group. About 40 seconds. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. Hey, Craig, how long will it take for the Vancouver Canucks to make the playoffs? If they get, a, if they need a couple of defensemen. They're right there on the cusp. If they can find a couple of defensemen, and I'm not talking about number ones, find a couple of really good defensemen, they can be in the playoffs as soon as next season.
This is a real gift. Craig Button, TSN's Director of Scouting, here answering your questions, and it'll continue after this brief pause on Game Plus Television Channel 924 on TELUS in Alberta and BC, and on the radio WQEE in Atlanta, 99.1 FM. Stick around. We'll be right back after this break. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.